Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. If your workout includes baling hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, it was a windy day in Wisconsin welcoming U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. How are you doing, everybody? Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Youngke along with you on this finally Friday. Caught up with U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack yesterday. He was visiting Hinchley's Dairy just outside of Cambridge, talking a little bit about how they've revised the dairy margin coverage program. And we also had a chance to visit about some of the success that Wisconsin has seen and helped spearhead through the Dairy Business Innovation Alliance. You'll hear his comments as we roll through this morning. Today, looks like partly cloudy skies on the day. Our daytime highs are only going to reach around 32 degrees. For tomorrow, clouds in the morning and then sunshine in the afternoon, but we're not warming up much. 31 are expected high. For Sunday, cloudy skies and 30 degrees. Monday, sunshine, we're back up to 39. Is there any other issues we've got to be aware of in the weather? Stumacher Ag Meteorologist chats with us in just moments. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. With recent events around the country, everybody almost, it seems like, needs help. I'm talking about those major storms that we had across much of the country, the tornadoes. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. But even without that, a lot of folks are in need of help. And, of course, trying to keep people fed during the holiday season and the rest of the year is a big challenge. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And Aaron, you ran into a dairy organization that's helping out a lot. What are they doing? Definitely, Bob. You know, and it is giving season this time of year for lots of people. Aaron Zimmerman here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And starting this month, 17 regional dairy brands owned by Dairy Farmers of America will help fill the need at food pantries. And that's with giving over 2 million shelf-stable, they call giving cow milks. It's actually UHT pasteurized milk that has a little longer shelf life because a lot of food pantries across the nation have a, I guess, shortage of milk or it's one of the least donated items also because they have a hard time storing it. I had a chance to talk to Rebecca Hegney of Dairy Farmers of America to find out a little bit more about their Giving Cow program and what they're doing to serve the food pantries across the United States. Yeah, great. Happy to be here today. So when we invented this program and this product, um, we wanted to give back. We knew it was important to give back to our local communities we serve. And so we started talking to local food banks and and wanted to understand what they needed, what was missing, um, and how we could help. And they said that milk is one of the most requested and least donated products that they get. And us obviously being being big fans of milk and know all the nutritious and delicious benefits of milk, we wanted to help fix that. 
So we created the Giving Cow project, and it's the Giving Cow carton. It's an eight-ounce pack of UHT pasteurized milk, ultra-high temperature pasteurized milk, and has a shelf life of up to 12 months. And so it can go and it can fit easily into kids' backpacks to fill that meal gap for nights and weekends. And it can go to food banks and it has that shelf life of up to 12 months, which makes it perfect for food banks to be able to distribute it across their whole network. Sure. And actually, that's interesting. Let's touch on that, actually, the actual product. I think that's a big hurdle that a lot of food pantries have, you know, no matter where they are, is refrigeration. Because you always hear about in food drives, they want non-perishables. So let's talk about, you know that product and why it's such a good product to be able to get to the food pantries and still get people the milk? Yeah, great question. So when we kicked this product off and we were starting to talk to the food banks, they said the reason that milk doesn't get donated is because of the lack of refrigeration, um, as well as the short shelf life of or shorter shelf life of fresh milk. So fresh milk has a 20-day shelf life, and this product has 12 months. And so it's just how it's processed differently, and it's processed at ultra-high temperatures and then immediately sealed, and then it can be good in your fridge or at the shelf, you know, outside of the fridge. And so it really helps fill that need for the food banks and something that they didn't have a solution for before. We spent a lot of time in in designing it uh, to make sure that it was, you know, the right size to fit a child's hand, an adult can drink it as well, but it's, it's eight ounces and, it, and it's the perfect size um, for single serve. So you can either drink it. You can also, it has a pour spout, so you can take off the seal. If you wanted to use it in an ingredient, you know, in cooking, it certainly can be used that way. You can also drink it directly and it has, it comes with a straw so the kids can also kind of poke the straw down in. And it has, it's designed like a cow. And so it has a very cute cow face. And you can pop up the ears actually on the side, um, so it becomes kind of like a little interactive pack for for kids. And we've gotten great feedback of like the kids just love it, and they're asking for more of those little cows. So it's it's not only nutritious and delicious, but it's a fun fun experience for kids too. And now you mentioned actually before too, other than you know the food pantries having an issue with storing it, you said there's a lot of people that actually have a shortage of milk, which you know milk is a really nutrient dense food and could be really good for people, but that's not great if they don't have access to it. Exactly, exactly, and why we wanted to do this program, because those served by food banks get less than a gallon of milk a year, which was just astonishing to us and something that we wanted to help with, because we know, you know, especially here in the Midwest, where you drive and you see dairy farms, you know, on your way to work or on your way home. And we wanted to make sure that everyone had access to this nutritious and delicious product of milk. And milk's the only beverage that both satiates hunger as well as thirst. And it comes with nine essential nutrients, high protein, calcium. So really a great product for for growing kids and, and families. Now, let's talk about volume and distribution. Let's talk about, you know, what kind of volume is going to be donated by the brands under Dairy Farmers of America and how that's really going to be distributed all across the map. Yeah, great question. So we will be donating more than 2 million of these Giving Cow units between now. So we've already started the donations here in the Midwest. And so we've donated in the states of Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, 
and then we'll also be donating in Illinois. And then into January, we'll be donating across broader U.S., so really across all of our regional brands that are scattered across the entire U.S. And so it'll be over 2 million packs, which is really exciting to know that that 2 million kids and families will be getting access to this product where they, they might not have before. And we are doing it through food banks of Feeding America, Second Harvest, and they have phenomenal networks. And so partnering with those large um, food bank distribution centers, they can get them all then to local and into our local communities. So that's how we're getting the product across the U.S. and, and to all of our areas where we have brands. You say right now that you're working on distributing all this and you have the two million after that, is this a program that you guys are kind of looking to kind of continue each year or what do things look like for the future as well? Yeah, great question. We've been doing, so we started this program in the Midwest with Kemp in 2019. And so this is actually will be, you know, we're into our third year here of doing it. We've broadened it this year because we got such great response here in the Midwest. And, and again, the need was so great. And we started hearing, you know, that need is not just Midwest, that is across the U.S. And so we expanded it to um, the rest of our, our DFA dairy brands this year and hope to continue that in, in years to come because it's the need is not going to, is certainly not going to go away. And I think, you know, as, as we had, I was lucky enough to be at a donation last week in Minneapolis where we were donating a truckload um, and they said, and this was the second harvest, they said it will not last here for more than a couple of days. It will be fully distributed within the next couple of days. So we know that the need is great and it will continue and we want to continue these donations. Definitely. Now, are there any other initiatives, I guess, that DFA has taken relating to food pantries and helping out in any other ways as well? We do. You know, across our network, we also donate fresh milk quite a bit. And so I mentioned, you know, we certainly do donate the fresh milk at different locations. The, the harder part is just that it can't be used as long. And so that's why this really fills that need of having that longer shelf life. But we do donate fresh milk. We have, and we have different programs across the U.S. Um, that we partner with. Feeding America in general, we do a lot with, whether it be this program or, or our fresh milk. And you know, constantly looking for ways to help in our local communities where we have plant locations and employees. Well, anything else that you'd like to add uh, about the program or or giving to these food pantries? You know, I just think that it's, it's great to be able to work for a company like Dairy Farmers America that, that looks for these solutions. And this has been a big, I'm part of our marketing department, this has been a big initiative for us We've gotten great support from our sales teams, our logistics teams. This is obviously, as you can imagine, a big undertaking to get all these packs out and distributed. And, and it's really been a joint effort across the company and something that's been celebrated internally, too. And so it's awesome to be able to work for a company that, that cares so much about our, our local communities and, you know, especially this time of year when the need is, is so great. For sure. Well, here with Rebecca Hegney. She's Director of Marketing for Dairy Brands at Dairy Farmers of America. I'm chatting about the Giving Cow program and donating over 2 million shelf-stable Giving Cow milks to food pantries across the United States. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Aaron Zimmerman. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Looking for that unique one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something 
that you can customize yourself. Maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. It's that time of year for giving and taking. With so many people shopping online because of the pandemic, this holiday season, we are expected to have a record-breaking year for home deliveries and those pesky porch pirates. These adventurous thieves feast on crimes of opportunity, often finding their treasure in apartment complexes and vulnerable front porches. If you'd like to keep your deliveries, Madison Erie Crime Stoppers has a few package theft prevention tips. Have your packages held at your local carrier facility for pickup. Take advantage of ship to store for curbside pickup or check out Amazon's locker feature. You can request that your package have a signature confirmation upon delivery. Ask your carrier to place packages in an area out of plain view have packages delivered to your work scheduled delivery for times you will be home have packages delivered to a neighbor who is home or install a video doorbell since they are already on your property and porch some of these porch pirates will also check for unlocked doors so make sure that the exterior of your home and any vehicles are locked up every day and night if you have any information regarding porch pirates please contact madison area crime stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com individuals contacting crime stoppers can remain anonymous and may be eligible for a cash reward Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. All righty. It is finally Friday, and I'll tell you what, we've got a lot to talk about. It looks like we're going to look for new leadership, Wisconsin FFA Foundation, and also the Wisconsin Ag in the Classroom Literacy Program. We're going to find out about that coming your way. Right now, it's time to find out about Ag Weather, your Compure Financial Ag Weather Fridays. Tumak Ag Meteorologist along with us. U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack was at uh, Hinchley Dairy out in Cambridge yesterday, and I'll tell you what that wind persisted it held on until what last night sometime huh yeah it was late in the night before it died down and that just means today is going to seem all that much better oh sure it's a whole lot colder i mean we're not seeing those record high temperatures in the upper 60s even in the 60s and upper 50s as we started yesterday but with that wind it was very very chilly well, we don't have that today. The winds aren't going to be much of a feature at all. You know, if we see a wind gust up to 5 or maybe a 10-mile-per-hour gust today, that's going to be it. That's going to seem downright calm. High pressure is trying to edge on into the state. There will be some brightness today, even though some clouds linger around. It sounds to be a whole lot easier to tolerate day than yesterday, with the exception of the fact the temperatures are a whole lot cooler, more like normal, right around that freezing point of 32 degrees. But there's really no precipitation to talk about. In fact, that cool front that brought that strong wind and that system way up into eastern Canada now and that front way along the east coast, we do have an Alberta clipper-type system, a very fast-moving system out of Canada. It will slip in. It's providing a little light snow in southeast South Dakota and southwest Minnesota this morning, some flurries as that clipper zips through 
there's a really small chance late tonight or just into early Saturday that we could see some light snow, a little dusting. And I'd say especially once you start pushing up into northern and central Wisconsin, it's a little more likely. Uh, most of us in the south just aren't going to see a whole lot. But a little light snow is the possibility. And otherwise, that clipper zips away really quickly. We don't lose a lot of uh, mild temperatures. Not that they're mild, but we don't drop further in the deep freeze. How about that? And it does stay fairly dry right into next week. Temps will closer to normal in the low 30s right through the weekend early next week some upper 30s could build in at least for monday and uh, even looking on toward uh, the mid and late part of the week i don't see significant weather i don't see big storms i don't see anything that's that's going to hinder travel plans or or holiday preparations let's just say it gets to be a little more typical december for daytime highs around freezing and nighttime lows down in the teens what you really do expect around this time of the year well with all that good news i'll have forecast details right after this overlook farms hello sir do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month a minute (laughs) i've got hours what because ingenia herbicide from basf has the lowest use rate i covered more soybean acres more efficiently if now's not a good time thanks to ingenia herbicide i've got plenty of time what flavors you got oh we've got barbecue jalapeno ingenia herbicide is a u.s epa restricted use pesticide every application of ingenia herbicide requires the use of a ph buffering adjuvant additional state restrictions may apply always read and follow label directions Start off the new year strong by participating in the Dairy Business Association's annual Dairy Strong Conference, January 19th and 20th at the Monona Terrace in Madison. Dairy Strong brings together a wide variety of management philosophies and allows you to explore innovative ideas. At Dairy Strong, surround yourself with forward-thinking farmers and business owners. Register for the Dairy Business Association's annual Dairy Strong Conference at dairyforward.com. Virtual options are also available. Let's keep Dairy Strong. Alrighty, Stu, let's have the details, not just today, but through the weekend. We are back to more traditional temperatures, that's for sure. Absolutely. Our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update does call today for some clouds, more partly sunny skies, if you will. There were breaks. I saw that almost full moon shining through pretty bright this morning when we were out. I'll look for today's high around freezing, around 32 or so, and the northwest winds gradually become east. Here's the big difference, about 5 miles per hour. Overnight, our skies will become cloudy again. That keeps those temps up a bit, low 20s, with the east winds at 5 to 10. There's that really slight chance of light snow late tonight or into Saturday morning. Some clouds into Saturday morning make way for more sunshine, brightening up through the day. Still in the low 30s, 32 or so. The northwest winds about 5 to 10, mostly sunny on Sunday. Probably the cool day, maybe a 29, call it 30 if you will. The west winds about 5 to 10. And then there's Monday, sunshine, upper 30s with the southwest breezes. Oh, back to normal in those lower 30s oh, into next week, Pam. And I just don't see that that big snow threat or anything like that. There could be a little light snow later in the week, but I don't think it's going to slow anybody down. Well, you know, that's going to make some folks upset, though. No white Christmas? Come on, dude. I know. I can't control that. I'm, I'm, I'm more worried about travel, you know. I do. I agree. I agree. And even so, if we are looking for snow, where is the closest snow after that warm-up on Wednesday? <laughs> uh, looking pretty far and few between. Uh, you head up to the UP, the snow belt, there's going to be some. 
but I know even some parts of Minnesota where they had almost a foot after those warm temps, they pretty much melted it off. So yeah, that's what I heard. I heard about that even in northern Wisconsin. I was talking with one of the farmers' union folks yesterday, and they said their camp Kenwood, north of Chippewa Falls, got hit with a lot of down trees. But the good news, at least as far as cleanup, was the snow was gone. So yeah, well, we'll wait and see. You never know. Wisconsin weather does change, but right now it does not look like a white Christmas, huh? Well, it could very well change. Hey, Wait. big news. The strong, the highest temperature, new record temperature in Wisconsin was set at Boscopel on the 15th, 72 degrees. Goodness, goodness, goodness. All right. Well, on that note, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. All right. See you then. Stumach, our ag meteorologist with weather details you're looking for, brought to you courtesy of Compure Financial. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you ready for the next generation of body sculpting? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Current body shaping devices have addressed unwanted stubborn fat and skin laxity. But what if we want more muscle strength and toning? M-Sculpt is our new body sculpting device at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie that uses high-intensity electromagnetic contractions with a 30-minute treatment described as equivalent to 20,000 crunches. M-Sculpt is approved for abdomen, arms, thighs, and calves. And it's also the world's first non-invasive butt toning and lifting procedure. M-Sculpt is a safe, effective addition to any workout program. The possibilities are endless. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Compere Financial wishes farmers and agribusiness a safe harvest season. Stay in touch with your local Compere team throughout the year to see how they can help make your plans a reality. Exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything they do. Visit Compure.com or call 844-426-6733 today. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to our equipment. Check out the affordable, efficient, versatile tractor line at our equipment and ask for Mr. Versatile. Chunk Gill, and from the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, promoting Wisconsin's world-class dairy products since 1983. Look for their proudly Wisconsin badge on dairy products. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. Huh, nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish goes wall to wall like good floors do and i'm walking all over it usually a dead giveaway that it's a floor but it's not a floor this is a mattress charlie heidel's for 52 days people like charlie are scattered all across dane county and because the need is there so are we this year we'll supply nearly four hundred thousand dollars in bedding Furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, 
and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. I do have a message from one of my awesome listeners. Bobby says, hey, can you ask Rob about Zadarius Smith? Is there any news? There's really not. It's been very quiet on that front, guys, the last the last couple of weeks, even to the point when, you know, for example, LaFleur was asked about a, kind of a trio yesterday, Alexander uh, Smith and Bakhtiari, and he talked about, you know, he talked about Alexander and he talked about Bakhtiari. He didn't really even mention Smith. I, I, I'm not going to go as far as saying forget about it. You won't see him again this year. But I, I, I think those other two guys, they have far greater hopes for, in, you know, in, in yeah. terms of coming back this year, uh, the, left, the left tackle in the corner. Um, I guess, again, the good news for Green Bay is they've got, they've got Gary and they've got Preston both playing at a really high level right now. And, and not a lot of people would, you know, not a lot of teams have that level of depth at, at outside linebackers. So I, at, at this point in time, though, to, you know, to, the, to the caller, the question, um, I, I would say the odds are against seeing Zadarius. Man. All right, and that's a bummer because he had that Instagram posting. I'm thinking about that time. He's teasing us, Rob. All right, so, Rob, Urban Meyer, uh, the story yesterday from former uh, Jaguars kicker Josh Lambeau was Urban Meyer came up to him and said, hey, dip bleep, make your effing kicks, and then he kicked him, the kicker. That was like the straw of the book, the camel's back. I remember saying to myself, I don't know how many times I would love to kick someone on the Packers special teams because I never did it. I never Urban Meyered anyone, Robbie. But this Packers special teams... Have you ever seen something so putrid in your time of covering the Green Bay Packers? Well, they've been putrid for a long, long time. And just real quick, <laughs> back, back, back to that Jaguars kicker. His, his name is Josh Lambeau, and he actually, he actually spent a year at Middleton High School, Evo. Oh. Um, 
back about oh, 15 years ago, and and then he, he ended up being a pro soccer player for a number of years, and then and then became an NFL kicker. So he's he's a local kid actually, which is which is part of a you know part of that Urban Meyer story, which which is wild. But you know, back to Green Bay for a second, Ebo. You know, I went back and I was doing my homework on on this for some stuff I'm going to still write yet. You know, this week. They've been absolutely dreadful since 05, Evo. Four times since 05, they've been dead last in special teams rankings. And five more times, Evo, they have been between 29th and 31st. So in the last 16 years, nine of them, Evo, they have been 29th in the league or worse. <laughs> and, and it really doesn't matter, you know, if it's, if it, if it's Mike Stock or it's Sean Slocum or, or, or Ron Zook or, or Sean Menenga or now Mo Drayton. Evo, they had one year in there where they fumbled the ball 11 times. How? In, in the 14 season, Evo, when all of us could see where this was headed, where special teams was going to bite him in the backside, maybe in a huge, huge game, and it did, obviously, in Seattle in the NFC Championship. Uh, that game, Evo, or that season, they had seven kicks blocked. <laughs> I mean, so it, it, it probably it, it was no surprise in, in the middle of that comedy of errors that season that you get to the NFC Championship and John Ryan, your old punter, throws a touchdown pass against you, and and then Brandon Bostic puts the ball on the ground, and and Seattle's able to force overtime and eventually win the game. Uh, Sunday night on an individual uh, game, though, Evo might have been the worst I've ever seen. I mean, the the, no the comedy of errors inside, you know, just in inside one sixty-minute football game was. You know, was 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 absolutely remarkable. The the ninety seven yard punt return by Grant, right? Khalil Herbert's running wild on kick returns. Mason Crosby's booting the ball out of bounds. Malik Malik Taylor is catching the ball at the five and then stepping out of bounds. MVS is trying to secure an onside kick and he can't do it. Right? Amari Rogers is a train wreck as your punt returner. It's bad, Evo. It's really bad. Um, and now they have to go to Baltimore, which is always one of the top three special teams groups in the league because their head coach is one of the all-time great special teams coaches in John Harbaugh, and he always has their units fantastic. So you're looking at one of the best special teams groups on Sunday Evo in the league against probably the worst wow. in Green Bay. Uh, I, I wrote this the other day at Forbes Evo. I would have fired Mo Drayton. I mean, if, <laughs> if, if you can fire Mike McCarthy with four games left in the regular season, you sure as hell can fire Mo Drayton with four games left in the regular season. There's, there's a couple of really, really good retired special teams coaches hanging out in their homes right now, Evo, and you give them whatever amount of money they want, and you bring them in, and you get this thing fixed by the playoffs. And, and, and again, when I say fix, Evo, you just make them adequate. At this point in time, I would say, Rob, right? I would argue just have them be bad. Absolutely right. Stop <laughs> getting F's every week and get a D, right? And, it's, it's, and, it's, it's insane. It's insane. I've never seen anything like it. Evo, I could almost write my story right now. Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Typical temperatures on the way today through the weekend. Today, sunshine and 32. Tomorrow, cloudy and 31. Sunday, sunshine and 30 degrees. I'm Pam Youngke. Now, from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Friday. So today, 17th day of December. On this day back in 1989, the very first episode of The Simpsons aired. And it's still hanging around. Speaking of hanging around, on this day in 1903, the very first flight of the Wright Flyer. Mm-hmm. The Wright Brothers out of Kitty Hawk had their first flight on this day back in 1903. 
Want to say happy birthday to a couple folks. Actor Bill Pullman is seven, uh, 68 years young today. Uh, Pope Francis is also celebrating a birthday. Uh, Wisconsin Supreme Court Justice Shirley Abramson also celebrating on this day. Congratulations. And now you know. Well, yesterday, U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack visited the state of Wisconsin, started his visit in the north in the community of Bloomer, focused in on making clean water accessible for everyone. The Build Back Better bill that's being discussed in Washington, D.C., has money for that kind of infrastructure. Then he traveled to southern Wisconsin and was a guest at Hinchley's Dairy just outside of Cambridge to talk more about some of the changes that have been put in place on the dairy margin coverage program to try to make sure that dairy farmers are being compensated for the escalating cost of their feed. While there, he also focused in on what he considers a success, the Dairy Business Innovation Alliance. Now, that's a cooperative venture headquartered in Madison involving the Center for Dairy Research, the Wisconsin Cheesemakers Association. It's funded in part by dollars from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So far, more than $1.5 million have been spread out across 38 different projects involving dairy farms as well as researchers in Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, and South Dakota. I asked him about the success of the Dairy Business Alliance and what he'd like to do with it in the future. The opportunity to actually add value for producers of all sizes so that they uh, can create new profit opportunities, new innovation, new opportunities, new ways to try uh, to add value to Wisconsin uh, dairy products, whether it's cheese or milk or ice cream or yogurt or whatever it might be. And you're going to use it somewhere else? Well, the reality is that the success of this, uh, of this particular innovation center has uh, encouraged us to create additional centers across the country, not just in dairy, but in other value-added opportunities, because we see the need for the technical assistance that an innovation center can provide. Not everybody knows how to put a business plan together. Not everybody knows how to take a good idea and create uh, a product out of it. This, this, these innovation centers basically help you go from A to Z, to go from a good idea to a product that's marketable. Hey, what does an agriculture know about the Build Back Better? Well, I don't think it understands and it fully appreciates that this is paid for and paid for by folks who, uh, companies that have not been paying any tax at all, and by extraordinarily wealthy Americans who make more than 10 or 20 million, or $25 million a year. Uh, that's number one. Number two, I think they don't fully appreciate the magnitude and the investment in con- conservation, forestry, research, uh, that will provide assistance and help to American agriculture to complement the infrastructure bill that was passed, to complement the work that we're doing uh, with the American Rescue Plan. Got to ask you, you mentioned what keeps you up at night. New variant. We already went through supply chain nightmares and still live with them. What about 2022 and this variant? Do you still Are there secret plans behind the scene we're not aware of to try to mitigate any of those challenges we lived through once already? Well, the key, obviously, Pam, is first and foremost vaccination and boosters. Uh, because the research and the data would suggest that with the booster, uh, this variant is not quite as uh, 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 serious from a a, a hospitalization and death standpoint, uh, number one. Number two, you know, we are working on trying to figure out ways to stabilize the supply chain. More more, uh, hours at the ports, uh, more truck drivers behind the wheel, uh, incentives to move agricultural products into export markets, uh, a series of other steps that are being taken to basically get us back to sort of a stabilized supply chain, uh, try to avoid the disruption that we saw from the early onsets of the pandemic. Are you optimistic about uh, the concentration issue that you're 
USDA is trying to deal with now with the industry, beef cattle specific. Well, I'm excited about uh, what we recently announced, a uh, $100 million loan guarantee program to create uh, opportunities to expand uh, cold storage, warehousing, things of that nature. And I think we'll complement that uh, after the first of the year with the structure of how we uh, will be able to invest resources in expanding new and existing processing capacity. And I think what we'll see uh, is the demand for this plan is probably, or this, these resources exceeds the amount of resources that we have, which I think underscores the fact that we have a processing capacity issue. By creating more capacity, we create more competition. We obviously should also create better prices. That's combined with uh, strengthening packers and stockyards, and also making sure we have more price discovery, I think should help the industry, particularly the cattle industry, uh, be in a better position than they've been uh, over the last several years. U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack speaking at Hinchley's Dairy just outside of Cambridge, focused in on some of the revisions made to the Dairy Margin Coverage Program, and then taking a little time to take a look at some of the projects that Wisconsin's been successfully spearheading. Two major changes as far as leadership, one with the FFA Foundation, the other with Wisconsin's Ag in the Classroom. I've got details next. Badgerbean.com puts the Wisconsin soybean farmer first, and it's your place to go for the latest soybean news and research from leading industry experts. Simple, easy-to-access resources for the betterment and advancement of a sustainable soybean industry right here in Wisconsin. Badgerbean.com, an invaluable tool constantly updated for Wisconsin soybean farmers. For info and the latest updates, find us on Facebook and visit Badgerbean.com today. Start off the new year strong by participating in the Dairy Business Association's annual Dairy Strong Conference, January 19th and 20th at the Monona Terrace in Madison. Dairy Strong brings together a wide variety of management philosophies and allows you to explore innovative ideas. At Dairy Strong, surround yourself with forward-thinking farmers and business owners. Register for the Dairy Business Association's annual Dairy Strong Conference at dairyforward.com. Virtual options are also available. Let's keep Dairy Strong. And we need to wish best of luck to John Romiak, Executive Director of the Wisconsin FFA Foundation. He is going to be taking a new position and has created a vacancy at the FFA Foundation. John Romiak has been the Executive Director of the Foundation for almost five years. And also, best of luck to Darlene Arneson. She has exited a post that she held for a long time as the Wisconsin Ag in the Classroom Coordinator. Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation currently looking for their next coordinator. Details about both job changes on our website, MidwestFarmReport.com. Yesterday in Chicago, the barrel cheese dropped a penny to 164.5. 40-pound block cheese was down 2 and a quarter at 192.5, with double-A butter down a penny at 209 a pound. This morning, January milk is down a dime at 1951. The corn and soybeans are a little mixed right now. March corn's down a penny and a half at 589 and three quarters. January soybeans, though, are up two and a quarter cents at 1279 and a half. The wheat for March is up four at 774. July new crop wheat up a penny and a quarter right now, 769 and three quarters. Remember, you'd always know about changes in leadership like the Romiak and Arneson story. If you signed up for our Midwest Farm Report newsletter, you can do that at MidwestFarmReport.com. Up next, don't start any new project as far as construction or remodel is concerned next year without talking to Focus on Energy. We'll give you reasons why coming your way next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
teenage driver coming aboard your policy? Talk to Prairie Land Insurance about a good student discount. When other companies offer you only one solution, Madison's Prairie Land Insurance Agency offers you a wide array of personalized, affordable options. Is your current policy really the best? Talk to Prairie Land Insurance Agency, your local, independent, home and auto insurance agency. For your free insurance review, call 251-3009. Prairie Land Insurance Agency. Our Our best best is the the very very least least we can can do. Homeowners, you're ready to do battle with Old Man Winter. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee for my friends at McFarland, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City. And I'll tell you what, I've got my snowblower ready to go thanks to McFarland. You know, for smaller households, you don't want to be doing battle with a shovel when you can check in at McFarland's. They've got a wide variety of Toro snowblowers ready to serve you. All under one roof. McFarland, 780 Carolina Street or online, McFarland's.net, getting you ready for winter. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. You bet she thinks your tractor's sexy. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Time again to bring you up to speed on what's happening with Focus on Energy across the state of Wisconsin. Remember, working with your local utilities to help you find energy savings throughout your farm and looking into the new calendar year. One of our Focus on Energy advisors is joining us today, Joel Rolchin. He is a fellow that's already got his eye trained on 2022, trying to help people that might have new construction projects uh, get in the loop. What does Focus on Energy hope that people are doing, Joel, if they've got a building project in mind for 2022? Well, Pam, the very first thing we're hoping folks do is just reach out to one of their ag energy advisors, whoever it is um, that's covering your county, and just talk to us and let us know that you're thinking about doing a project. That is the biggest, most critical step that that we could ask anyone to do. Um, We're pretty unobtrusive. We meet with your your contractors. We call them trade allies, TAs. Uh, So we'll meet with them. We'll meet with you. We'll just go over a few things, and we'll keep an eye on that project for you. But you need to let us know. That is what we want from you. Very first thing, please just get ahead of it. Let us know that that project is going on and let us help out try and get some incentives back for you. Well, and every time that I talk one of our with one of our Focus on Energy advisors, I'm reminded about uh, the small areas that might otherwise be overlooked. But when you've got trained eyes like you folks, uh, everything from light switches right on through to the, the big motors you may be investing in, there's money to be saved. Yeah, definitely. Um, There are a a bunch of different ways that you can be saving energy on the farm, specifically on these new construction projects that might easily get overlooked uh, if you don't have one of those energy advisors in there for you. 
Um, so things like just variable speeds on your milk and, uh, and vacuum pump or transfer pump rather for uh, some of those folks out there. Um, putting VFDs on your circulation and exhaust fans is not something that's always necessarily talked about. Um, and just some of the other operations, little things that you're doing at the farm with uh, refrigeration tune-ups and your pumps, reducing some horsepower on some of that equipment that's going in. Just making sure that the lights that you're going to be putting in, those wonderful LED lights that we're seeing all over the place, uh, some of them will qualify for the program. Most of them do, but there are some others that aren't quite efficient enough. And so we just make sure that whatever is going in that barn, we're going to be able to qualify it for the Focus on Energy program. You get the benefits of having a good, reliable product, good warranty, um, good light product for those cows and for that freestyle you're putting in. And at the same time, we can make sure that you're going to get an incentive on the backside for it. Excellent. And of course, Joel Rochin is just one of the folks that's keeping an eye on any changes or adjustments that might be coming up in 2022. Anything in particular you're noticing, Joel, as far as uh, extra incentives or anything like that? Well, we haven't got a complete clear picture into 2022 yet. Hopefully uh, things are looking that that they're actually going to be pretty stable going into this next year, which is actually a really big relief uh, for a lot of the farmers. Um, hopefully at least one aspect of the business uh, might have a, a little stability in terms of what we're offering for incentives. So that being said, uh, we don't have a crystal ball. I can't see into what what things might be changing. So again, it's really critical. Talk to that energy advisor for your county, for your area, get them involved and and make sure they're aware of what you're going on because there are chances that we can get things pre-approved on the front side just to make certain that we'll have that funding for you and uh, give you a little better idea as to how much money or how much incentive you might be able to uh, look to be getting once your project is wrapped up. Joel Rochin's along with us. He's one of the Focus on Energy advisors. Focus on Energy, again, a partnership with utilities all across the state of Wisconsin. You want to get started? Maybe you're looking at a new project in 2022. Visit FocusOnEnergy.com or call 888-623-2146. That's 888-623-2146. You know, the other thing that we didn't talk about yet, Joel, is uh, I guess we'd say the endorsement, the support, the comfort of going into maybe your lender with not only your blueprints, not only your ideas, but also some of the paperwork that Focus on Energy could provide as far as showing due diligence that you've already got some incentives uh, to help that project go more economically smoothly, all right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been part of a number of projects personally, and I know certainly some of our other ag advisors have been part of projects where we are able to provide an estimate of those incentives up front to the customer so that when they are going to their lender, they can say, look, yes, we need this amount of money up front, but we can show we are going to get this amount of savings on our energy bill. We are going to get this amount of lifetime out of this equipment based on what Focus on Energy has done and the white papers that we look at and the studies that that we review. And then three, we're going to get this amount of incentive dollars on the backside, which can then go help towards either reinvesting or maybe paying down a lump sum on that loan to a certain extent in order to help make it a little more palatable for the bank. But um, certainly we've been a, a 
a part of a number of those and, and it's really helped out a number of folks that were maybe on the edge of being able to do this project or not or wanting to do the project or not and it's that extra little push that you can sometimes get just to go over the hump a little. Well, and again, we mentioned it at the outset, making sure that your focus on energy advisor is involved at the very beginning. Don't break ground. Don't start bringing uh, materials to the site and then decide to get involved because there are subtle subtle suggestions focus on energy makes when it comes to model numbers, all the rest of that, Joel, that will make that qualification happen. You guys take care of all the paperwork. That's the other thing. I don't want people to think they're going to get bogged down in what's already a kind of a complicated process. Yeah, I I really, I, that's a great point. And I want to stress that we do virtually all of the paperwork for you. If you're the very first time working with focus on energy, um, it's a little more information up front, but when I say a little more information, I'm talking uh, the very basic stuff, you know, name, address, phone, um, you know, it's the most complicated it should get for a customer is, is really your tax ID number and some of your either electric or utility account information, which I want to bring up. So focus on energy does cover the state of Wisconsin, but you need to have a participating utility. So um, the vast majority of the state utilities do participate, but um, please talk to your energy uh, representative to see if they do participate and focus on energy. Um, that being said, going back to um, what it takes, yeah, it's a very simple application. Your energy advisor is going to help you through the whole way. We're very unobtrusive. We just kind of we make sure that the equipment that you're selecting is going to qualify, and then we just we kind of keep an eye on things. We, we're not bothering you all the time. We're not calling you all the time or something like that. We just keep an eye on it just to make sure that you will be able to get those energy savings in those incentive dollars once that project is completed. Absolutely. Joel Rochin, along with us again, Focus on Energy Advisor. And if you want to find out if your utility is a part of the Focus on Energy Network, that's simple to do. FocusOnEnergy.com backslash utilities has a complete list of all participating utilities across the state of Wisconsin. And remember, that's participating electric and or natural gas providers uh, that could help you qualify for some of these incentives. But the bottom line is reach out to those energy advisors early when you're starting to drop the blueprints. That's a good time because they can assist you in everything from light switches to the uh, larger motors that you might be purchasing in the future. Let's make sure you're getting every dime that's coming your way through Focus on Energy. Joel Rolchin along with us, your energy advisor today, focused in on building projects for 2022. You want to find an energy advisor near you? Remember, no projects too small or too large to get the energy advisors involved. Go to FocusOnEnergy.com or call 888 888- 